Welcome back to the 245 podcast, which on a scale of one to 10 is how much we love our dads, but we couldn't get them here. So we settled for our moms. <laughs> oh <my word>. Wow. <laughs> Joey said that was Ow. a 3.5 on the, uh, the scale of zero to 10 for zestiness. That was pretty zesty. I'll, I'll give you I that mean, one. It was just a compliment to our dads. That's just what it was. That is true. Yo. Dad will appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they'll come on eventually, but right now <laughs> we got the, the moms. We got our moms here on the podcast. So we got me, Joey and Josh in the studio. Yeah. Actually, along, it's just you in the studio. Yeah. Right. They're in the timeout studio. Um, <laughs> in the main studio with me is my mother, Erica. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. We got Joey Rizma's mom, Mrs. Ritzma. Hello. In the studio with me as well. Micah she, tried to call her Mrs. Rizma before the podcast and it didn't go well. <laughs> nope. Yep. I still have most of my teeth. Um <laughs> In the timeout studio, Joey, who you got in there? I got, I'm looking face to face with the one and only Josh Cruz, who looks so cute today. And then I have his mom, Mrs. Cruz in here as well. So we're going to have more fun than you guys over there. And you guys got bucket hats on. And yeah. I heard there's like a little story today from mowing. Yeah, I can explain it. Okay. Josh, can Go I have ahead. the honor? Okay. Sure. So yesterday we were mowing and Josh had this brilliant idea and said, hey, what if we mowed in bucket hats tomorrow? And I was like, well, I basically have a bucket hat addiction. So I, I know a guy, me, who's got plenty of bucket hats. So I'll, I'll get you one. So I get them last night and um, bring them to work today. And then on like the first yard, I'm like, here, Josh, here's your bucket hat. And then we didn't think about it very long, but we realized you can't really wear a bucket hat when you mow because you have to wear earmuffs. Mm. So that doesn't really work. But now we're wearing them because we just kind of folded up the edges, like right where the muffs are. We put the and bucket hats into rally cap mode. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So now they look like cowboy hats. And they, they don't were, really at all. They look just no, really Josh, bad. Josh, Josh, <laughs> let me let me save this. They look like cowboy hats. Well, exactly. We look like cowboys from the Wild West. Yes. Basically identical. Yeah. We'll get an epic picture of you guys. We'll put on the Instagram. Uh, so go check out and everyone at, can see it at the two, four, five podcast on Instagram. Check out our selfie with our moms and Joey and Josh in their bucket hats. Yeah. But the goal was that be real would go off at some point during like the 15 hours we were together today and it didn't. It so, did not do that. So we're wearing them now in protest. We're convinced to be real. It has an agenda against me and Joey being together in be reals. It does. <laughs> it does. I don't know. Specifically who... in mowing. Cause you were together yesterday. Yeah. True. Yep. But we were picking up sticks. That's true. Anyways, should we actually like talk to our moms? No, we <laughs> should <laughs> ignore them and they <laughs> can just sit here the yeah. whole time. <laughs> just watch. It's watch featuring our moms. We only talk to each other. <laughs> We're they, just here to listen. Yeah. They just wanted to monitor what we were saying. Wanted, this is actually two for live. It's just our live audience is our moms. <laughs> I mean, that's all who listens anyway. It's the only people we could get. <laughs> yeah. The only people would come to two for live. Yeah. No, we should, we should like get into it. We have a list of questions. Joey and Mike thought of some pretty good questions, but before we get into those, we have two things from like previous episodes that... Well, we might have mentioned more actually, but we have at least two things where we've said, okay, we'll, we'll bring this up in the mom podcast. So the first of those things goes way back to our Q&A number one, where we had a question about would we eat the marshmallow? And this is in regards <laughs> to like the social experiment where actually, Joey, do you remember it? I don't remember it perfectly. Yeah. yeah so you explain it. Yeah. It's like, so it's a test that they do on kids. Um, and what they do is the researcher comes in and has a marshmallow and puts it on the plate and the kids in the room all alone. And the researcher says, you can eat this marshmallow right now. Or if you wait a while, I'll come back and you can have two marshmallows. And basically it determines if you're, will be successful or not in life. <laughs> yep. It's a determining factor. Yeah. hundred percent success. But you have to look up the videos of this because apparently the kids try to be really smart. Like some kids try to eat the inside of the marshmallow <laughs> out without eating the outside. How is so that the, possible? I don't know. They're kids. They're not very smart, but it's really funny. So we want to ask our moms uh, what they would think. What because we, would we, we all thought that we wouldn't eat the marshmallow. Yeah. So, so any thoughts? On I think that's easy answer. 
I don't think you would have eaten the marshmallow. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, Josh wanted that. <laughs> no, I, I don't think Joey would have eaten it either. There's one of my children that would, but I won't say which one. <laughs> Maybe if you go listen to the episodes with Jake and then Braden, you'll be able to tell which one. Yeah, I think I can make a guess. Micah would not have eaten it either. See, and there was a, a Christmas episode where we were talking about how we, mom, how we opened presents on New Year's, no, on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. And then Joey said, your family would eat the marshmallow because apparently we can't <laughs> wait until Christmas day. And I was trying to defend myself because you had said I wouldn't eat the marshmallow. Uh-huh. But so you're, you're standing by your answer. Mike would not. He would not eat the marshmallow. And why, why would I not eat the marshmallow? Because you've always been pretty disciplined and able to see rewards and consequences for behavior from a pretty young age. Facts. Yeah, so where did that leave him before he came to college? Because I just, I just kidding. That's a joke. joke. I've seen a lot. Okay, so three for three success. We all resisted the temptation. Oh, the marshmallow. That's why we're all so intelligent. Yep. Yep. Stuff. (laughs) Stuff. I love love how you're talking about intelligence wearing the hat like this. I feel like. Yeah, basically anything I say in this hat right now will sound not intelligent just because of the hat. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, second thing from previous episodes um, was an email from Mrs. Birdziak and she had a paragraph in there which said, I have a question for the podcast. I've noticed many times you have siblings on. It appears you like them. As a mother of a nine and five year old that seemed to bicker more and more than bond, tell me any tips you have for encouraging my kiddos to get along. Do you remember anything that your parents did to encourage this? So we talked a little bit about this and what we thought. We also said we'd bring it up to the council of moms because maybe, maybe you have wisdom too. Um, the C-O-M. C-O-M. <laughs> we have the comm on the council of moms. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and actually this is a quick side note. Mitchell is working and also that would have been eight people. So he and his mom aren't here. We'll have to have Mrs. Pfeiffer on another time. Yeah. But and, and Mrs. Mrs. Olstead. And Mrs. Olstead. But Mrs. Yeah, Pfeiffer did answer this question in an email. So Mrs. Pfeiffer has put in her input. Yeah. Um, so now we just need the three of you, what, what do you think about what you did or ideas for encouraging siblings to get along? Well, I think Joey already shared my great idea of making uh, him and his brothers hug it out. <laughs> I think that's a genius. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was never their favorite. But um, I really do think when you're nine and 11, it's tough to get along with your sibling, but some of that develops over time. So I have high hopes for the Birdsiac children in the future. Yeah, I mean, Micah, you talked about me making you two say you're sorry and hug it out, but I actually don't remember doing that with you kids. (laughs) But I do know that we did focus a lot on like how you treated each other. You were never allowed to say someone was stupid or dumb. Shut up. Oh, and we weren't allowed to say shut up <laughs> hey, to each other. Hey, don't say that to your mother, man. Yep. <laughs> That's inappropriate. <laughs> yep, shut up was a dirty word in our house. Or, and uh, yeah, never, no hitting of any kind ever allowed. Yep. Um, I think we did do have you apologize sometimes, but. Yeah, I think we, we stressed apologies too. I can remember that I never knew if that was a good thing to do or not because I would say, well, what if you're not really sorry about it? Is this <laughs> is it a good thing to make us say I'm right. sorry if our heart isn't in it? Yeah. So I, I struggled with that a little bit. But I think we just encouraged you guys to play together often. And, and like Erica, mm-hmm. we didn't really allow a lot of hitting, rough fighting, all that kind of we, stuff. We like wrestled, but we didn't like punch each other. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. there was rules. Unlike Joey's <laughs> <Yeah>. house. <laughs> no, okay. There were definitely rules. And I like... You didn't have to worry about the rules with me because if I started throwing punches, I mean, I'd start winning. So I, I had to be very, uh, very careful. So obviously, I, the superior brother just no, you got to have some hey, limits. Hey, hey. I'm not saying that, but if you're saying that, I'll go along with it. You said it on me, <laughs> but like I was always, still am, like so much stronger than my brother. Oh so. boy, here we go again. <laughs> this is Ritzman. So used to this. Yeah, yeah. You can't see my eye rolls. But <laughs> All right. Well, good answers. Um. Let's move on to the actual questions that we had prepared. I don't know if we'll get through all of these, but we'll just we'll just go for it and see where we end up. So the first one we had is, what's something funny that we consistently did as kids? I remember, Josh, when you were really little, you just loved to tease people. 
and you would do stuff that you thought was really funny and then you would laugh uproariously about it and we would just play along and you would <laughs> keep teasing, like playing hide and seek and hiding in an obvious place, right? And then you would jump out and- Peak comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember th- like funny things you said consistently, or, but I know you love to tease. Yeah, I think I used to be a lot funnier than I am. Josh, there's, that's not possible. <laughs> it's so possible. Joey, is your can you still do that thing with your thumb, the double jointed thing? No, I grew out of that. Yeah, see, that was something you did when you were little. You'd show everybody you were double jointed <laughs> in your thumb. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of talent. It does. A lot of years of dedication to get that skill. And I could do it in my elbows too, and now I can't do that. Huh. Which no is probably cool. It's probably a good thing. I feel like that shouldn't be a thing. But when I was younger, I could like, yeah, bend my thumb like super far back and almost touch my wrist. So, oh, yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. I'm trying it right now. <laughs> well, maybe don't. Maybe don't try that. Yeah. It's like a way to break your arm. Can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Natalie might be able to do it. Yeah. She's double jointed. <laughs> she used to do that too. She would put out her arm and like it would come pop out and it was so weird. Ugh. Still does. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know how long you did this for, Micah, or even how many people you did this to, but this just popped into my head. If there was something someone was eating when oh, you were yeah. probably two, three, four years old maybe, and but he didn't feel quite comfortable asking for a piece, <laughs> he would just stand at the table and watch you eat it and go, mm-hmm. <laughs> He still does that. He still does that. <laughs> Until they give him one. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah. Micah just goes to the billy and instead of paying for food, and he goes up to tables and goes, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just stands there. He still does that. I yeah. have to like drag him away because he's scaring away people. ran out of dining funds. Yeah. Had to do it. That's hilarious. Yeah, that, that one is brought up many times, especially by my uncle Nat. Because you did it to him. Because I did it to him especially. especially. Um, yeah. So... That's a funny one. Another story my uncle always brings up that he thinks is funny is once at the cabin, we were like blowing bubbles and Natalie, we were, I, I was blowing some bubbles and Natalie popped one of my bubbles oh. and I had a meltdown about it. <laughs> she burst your bubble. She literally burst my bubble and I was like, I started weeping and like saying like, <laughs> she popped my bubble and my uncle thinks it's today, still today, I think it's the funniest thing ever because so dramatic for such a little thing. You can just blow another bubble. And, but, that's, and that's how we knew Mike would be a great theater kid. Well, you could, <laughs> you could be fairly dramatic about some things. Like the first time he was stung by a bee on his eyelid here. Oh. And we were explaining to him why bees did this. And, and he kept moaning like, why do bees have to sting you? <laughs> no, 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 it was why do bees have to protect themselves? Yeah. So why, why, do they, <laughs> why do they have to protect themselves by stinging you? Yeah. <laughs> Why did God make them that way? And just going on and on like that. Yeah. Poor I was Mike. six for the record. I also well, got also stung in the eyelid. eyelid. That's maybe justifiable. That sounds about the worst place to get stung. Yeah. It was pretty awful. His whole eye swelled shut. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't see. But slightly justified. Still funny though. Yeah. <laughs> this is a slightly related question. Did any of us have any funny words that we said maybe when we were, I guess this could be like toddlers, like before we could talk like, just funny words or even when we were like able to speak any things we like mispronounced or funny things we said. Oh boy. Okay, Joe, here it comes. <laughs> really mom? Every, really- <laughs> every word. Yeah. Well, so one that both Joey and Braden said was calipiter. They couldn't say caterpillar. <laughs> caterpillar. Am I saying it right now? Caterpillar. <laughs> I, I like think. that. <laughs> caterpillar. But then Joey, like he had this little blue cooler that he would keep his most prized um, toys in. So he had a little tractor, he had some tools and that kind of stuff, but he couldn't say cooler. So he called it his tooler box. <laughs> <laughs> tooler box. I like that. I love that. Mom, did I have uh, like an IEP or something? About yeah. It? I didn't know if you wanted me to say yeah, that. Yeah. No, yes. let's just go for it. Okay, I mean, so, it can't get yeah, worse than so this. So. He fronted some of his sounds. So he oh. couldn't say the G it would be a D sound and he couldn't say the k sound. So it was a t sound. So a garage was a t garage. <laughs> so we did actually have him tested and the, he did have an IEP. So 
the speech therapist started working with him right away. Like she did an initial IEP and kind of gave him some exercises to work on and he fixed it. And she said, I think we could do an exit IEP the same day. I've never had this. So it wasn't very long, but yes. Wow. You fixed it in a single day. (laughs) That's why we had to bring it up (laughs) because out of there one day. Had to show off as a cheap. I thought it was going to be like a bring Joey low moment, but instead it was just another ego booster. I'm actually just looking at a, at a picture I took from your uh, baby book. Oh, yeah. This, this is why I thought of that question, because I know we have some in our scrapbooks. Yeah, there's a bunch of funny ones. I mean, kids are so funny. They The, the sounds they hear, like cookie becomes chooky. <laughs> almost, almost like you, you switch things around. Um, you said leet for a lot of things. Yep. When you were little. That's my default word. It, it was, oh, cereal was leet. Yep. I don't know where he got leet from. Because it's elite. I mean. But no, but then no, you started using it for other things yeah. as well. I can't remember what other things were, but for a while, a lot of things were, were leet. Grapes were bleat. Just, <laughs> Not even bleat. Be to it. So. That's so funny. I called my sister Natalie Laddie. Yeah, that's mm. like a long time. I called myself Bada. Yeah, we would. What is that from? I don't know. I think oh. it was because we called him Buddy fairly often. And so he, he just heard Buddy and that came out in Micah and came out Bada. But we would say, okay, Micah, let's practice saying your name. My. And then he would say, my. my. And then I'd say, Ka. Ka. Say Micah. Bada. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle still calls me Bada. Oh, wow. 20 years later. Is this the same uncle that? No, this is a different uncle. Oh, okay. It's my dad's brother that oh, okay. does that. Nice. <laughs> I think you had one too, Josh, where you used Bobo for watermelon. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't know why you started that. I think it might be because dad called it Bobo when he was a little kid. And then we were talking about that and then it caught on with you and you loved watermelon. So we used it a lot. Still do. Still yep. does. Still, still does. a solid fruit. Yeah. Bobo. Yep. And you also loved all things riding, like bikes, scooters. And so when we went to the farm, then if you got to ride the riding lawnmower or the ultimate was the four-wheeler, but you uh. called it the wah-wah-wah. wah <laughs> 4 wheeler wah 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 yeah. Pretty close, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you need one more wah in there. You're missing one. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking through the questions. There's Joey added some and Mike added some, and there's a few that are similar. So I'm going to group these. Um, we had, what is a memorable, memorable time we disobeyed or, uh, can you remember a time where you were most frustrated at us? Those are kind of similar. So we'll group them. So I can think of a time I was frustrated with Joey and Brayden. So Joey wasn't four yet when Jake was born. So Jake was born in the summer. It was hot. I was trying to get things ready and I thought I had Joey and Brayden occupied so that I could, I was trying to disinfect the bottles and we called, I don't know what you guys called the pacifiers, but we called them nooks. So I was getting all that kind of stuff disinfected and ready and I had it drying on the counter and I went back to my bedroom and I could hear the boys laughing and I'm like, this isn't good, but it was kind of a (laughs) muffled laugh. So I kind of walked into the hallway and here they had the pacifiers in their mouths, the ones I had just disinfected. So (laughs) was it the most frustrating thing ever? No. But when you're trying to accomplish things because you know you have a third entering the household, it was a little frustrating. And how old was Joey? So he was three. Brayden was like one and a half. What's funny is I actually remember that and it was definitely my idea doing that. I definitely (laughs) gave it to Bray. I think I remember knowing you'd be frustrated, but I'm like, this will be so funny. We got to do it. I mean, I have the picture. It's a cute picture and a great story now, but at the time, not so funny. Yeah. So you, Jake wasn't even born yet, right? Nope. Oh, okay. no. yeah. Yeah. That was probably not the best decision in hindsight, but I was four. Three. Yeah. Three. Can't do much about that. Yeah. No. I don't remember a behavior thing that I was most frustrated about or that you were disobedient. You were a pretty obedient kid. Probably a little hard on you because you were my f- oldest. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. But, Poor but one thing I remember um, just being really frustrated about was that you were such an early morning riser at really young age. And your dad and I are not mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. And that was hard. 
at trying to get you to learn to stay in your room until a certain, you know, time on the clock when you didn't know how to tell time yet and and occupy yourself and let us sleep for a little bit longer. <laughs> yep. I remember, well, I guess it was more when I was taking naps when I was older. I remember I would wake up and sit in a chair and look at the clock on the wall and just watch it until it hit the time that I was allowed to get out of bed. And then I would leave the room. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good boy. <laughs> Still am. You are. I looked at this question too, and I I could not remember. I think you try to black out the times when you got frustrated. That's and what, mad. I mean, obviously I there are times when we've all been not good, but maybe hindsight is like easy on us. Like I know. You yeah. mostly remember. This is this is the positive. This things. is kind of wild. I just thought like we would all just get run over by Me a too. giant yeah. bus. Just, <laughs> this is your oh, opportunity yeah. to I roast us. <laughs> well, Joey, you didn't sleep the first year and a half. Yeah. So mm. you and Micah in a household together would not have been good. <laughs> Joey, you were no more sleep. Micah early rises early. <laughs> yeah. It was more the middle of the night. Joey would just be up and he wouldn't be crying. He'd just be goofing around and just having fun. So I think he saw like some movies like Top Gun and stuff when he was super, super young. <laughs> Obviously he didn't take anything in, but you know, if dad was up with you that you'd watch some of those movies with him. Well, what has he, what has he told me? He's, uh, he's, he told me like, I've seen Die Hard like 25 times or something probably, like that. Probably because that was the only thing on at that time of yep. night or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember like me and dad were talking about that movie at one point and I was like, I've never seen it. And dad was like, ah, that's not true. <laughs> when you were like three. Yeah. No, it was, I was or one. Yeah. I was like one. Yeah. yeah. When he was a baby and we were in a condo, so we couldn't just let you cry it out either. So trying to be nice to our neighbors. When you're saying that Joey was up being goofy and just wanted to have fun like after midnight, I couldn't tell if you're talking about when he was a kid or like in college. No, no, mom, <laughs> mom, I go to sleep every night, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. He goes to bed really early. Yeah. Right. 9 p.m. Yeah, so Maybe if I'm getting a little wild, 9.03. <laughs> so yeah. anyone listening with young children who aren't sleeping well, there is hope. Joey goes to bed. <laughs> Yep. At nine. We just aren't going to say which nine appears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unclear. Yeah, take your pick. PM, but yep. Mom, did you have something you were going to say for that? Or you're just going to say I was the perfect child? Yes, this, you were the perfect child. Thanks, Mom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> now, Justin, on the other hand. <laughs> Should we move on then? Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Um, okay, this is kind of the flip side. Um, when were you the most proud of us? And I guess... Yeah, we'll we'll focus these ones towards earlier years. So like I don't when we were younger, something we did that you were you were proud of us for. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> this is not great. No, there's lots of things. <laughs> I was proud of you when you got along well and had fun and laughed and played together. That seems silly because it's not an accomplishment, but I just was so glad that you enjoyed each other and yeah, just got along well. And I also think I was always proud of things that you did in school. <clears throat> like, I know we wrote a lot of little stories when you were little and you'd illustrate them all and um, do projects and drawings. And I remember a lot of things. Oh, even when you were really small, like three years old and you would draw tractors and then you would color all inside the lines, just oh. perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some quality tractor drawings yes, from when I was great. a kid. I drew base I drew like tractors and monsters, and that was yep. kind of it. <laughs> what a combination. <laughs> yeah. I mean the tractors make sense. Iowa, you yeah. know. Yep. Got the got in the roots. Back to the hey, roots. And now Justin draws monsters now and they're hanging in our dorm. Sells them for top dollar. Yeah. yeah. I guess a couple things I just thought of. Um one sorry Natalie. Micah was just super uh, patient with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She knew how to push his buttons really well. Um, and especially looking back, I can think, yeah, you were you were pretty tolerant of, of uh, how she would mess with you. But then uh, the other thing I just thought of was the effort and focus and dedication you put into those six months of comic strips that you wrote. It was more than six months. It was a year. Was it a full year? I well, so. I, for six months, you did it daily. Oh, right. And then after that, it taper, started tapering off for the next yeah. six months. But you were, what, 10? 
I was nine or 10. Yeah. Yeah. Daily whole page of comic strips or was it even two pages? It was like a newspaper. Like you'd find a newspaper. So I'd write like six different comic strips. Like there's Garfield, there's whatever (laughs) other comics. And then I would write like a bunch of those. Yeah. So you had a bunch of different stories and just the fact that you did it daily for six months when you were that age was pretty amazing. Yeah. It was a lot of work. But I was also homeschooled, so. Yeah, you got yep. a time. I got a lot of time in my hands. It's a precursor to your future storytelling. Yes. There you go. Yep. Well, with Joey, I would say he was always smart and um, had a directional focus, was organized. Now, when I say organized, I mean like planful in what he needed to do next, not in his belongings. <laughs> Micah, you know what I'm talking about, being his yep. roommate. Yep. He would have lost about? his head if it wasn't attached. <laughs> but beyond that, um, good direction and organization. Um, I think also just he has always been stood firm when things are um, hard, you saw that in sports in a young age, um, just where he, he wasn't like cocky or anything like that. He just was like able to just kind of whatever's coming at me, I can just handle. So good answers. So wholesome. I'm glad there was more proud moments than frustrated <laughs> yeah. moments. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, that would have been awkward. Yeah. Um, kind of a last thing about, when we're actually not the last thing about when we were young, but kind of a third component to that question. Any like weird things we did as kids that you remember, this could be a specific moment or like something strange we consistently did. Oh, Mike, I used to line his cars up (laughs) in perfect symmetrical rows (laughs) on his rug. Of course, the rug had some nice straight lines on it, but you just would have them have them so nicely lined up and then, that's where they would stay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't play it with sounds them. Sounds like a stepping hazard. You did play with them, but oh. yeah, it was often when you were done with them, they were all just nicely lined up. When usually someone might just toss them in a bucket or something. Yeah, or they're just spread all over the room. Yeah. Yeah. Very organized. You just like to have them in a nice straight line. That is very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just threw all ours in a bin. <laughs> or your cooler box. Or my cooler box. Cooler. Cooler box. Cooler box. Cooler box. <laughs> Josh, you you did something as a little kid that you still do today, and that's <laughs> you always eat your ice cream stirred up. Totally oh my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. You've done that forever. Oh, your blanket? Yeah. <laughs> I have last night I was looking at some pictures and it said that you wanted to always go everywhere with Caleb and your blanket. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you have you had a woven um, blanket that we got from one of our one of my piano students' parents. And it was, it just had a really nice texture to it. And you just took it everywhere and you always sucked your thumb with it um, forever. I mean, your two-year-old pictures taken at the studio have you sucking your thumb with a blanket because that was just Vibes. a thing. <laughs> and then after that time, we thought, man, we got to break you of this sucking your thumb thing because maybe it'll ruin your At first it was something. cute. Then it was no longer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, Josh, last week when you were still doing that, it wasn't cute anymore. <laughs> oh, my. I exposed me. I'm glad they that. finally brought you to the place to fix that. How did you fix that? Boy. Did you just like tell me every time I did it, like, hey, don't do that? Yeah, I think we just kept pulling it down, pulling your thumb out of your mouth and telling you that. I don't know if we tried any of those tricks, like where you put something bad tasting on your thumb uh, or anything like that. I can't remember dish that we soap did that. On my thumb. that. Dude, that's yeah. brutal. More like. Do like a hot sauce or something. Yeah. <laughs> or lemon juice. But that's, it's harder to break your self of some thumb sucking than like a pacifier. No. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, we have iconic photos of me just sucking my thumb and dragging my blanket. Cause yeah, my thumb would be in, of one hand would be in my mouth and then I would just be dragging my blanket. It's like me. that character it's from Linus. 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 Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Did that blanket just get torn to shreds eventually? Uh, yes, and I still have you it. Still have it. Oh my, my mom is a saint and repairs it like <laughs> every month. <laughs> mom, do we still have my yellow blanket? It should be in your in a box of some of your special things. Yeah, it's just you can't tell it's a blanket yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's in pieces. Yeah. I didn't bring it everywhere. No, with I me, didn't let it out of the house. But I I slept with it every night and you chewed it. I chewed it. That's why. That's I got why it fell apart. Oh you yeah. would chew it. 
And mm. <laughs> I, I want to see that again because yeah, you cannot tell it's a blanket. I mean, it just looks like a bunch of threads barely yeah. hanging Josh's together. Josh's would be that way too. I I kind of sewed it onto another blanket, but this is a funny story. There. So I brought it I brought it back from uh, school this summer and like showed it to my mom and's like, oh, it's kind of fraying all these places again. And she was like, oh, dad told me I need to stop repairing it, but I'll just do it one more time and I won't tell him. <laughs> so she repaired it again and I found it. It's like a it connection to your Past whole life. life. Yeah. yeah. But no, mine has so many holes that there's like a secondary blanket that's like behind it yeah. on one side. And oh. then she just like uh, zigzags the old fraying parts yeah. to the other blanket. Mm. But Funny. it keeps just falling apart more. So mom, don't fix it anymore. Just let it go. I'll be okay. <laughs> like, I used sure to not be able to sleep without it, but <laughs> wow. now you can. You've now you've I gone can. without it for. Yeah, like I don't bring it on vacations or. Mm. It's just nice to have it. There you just gotta like while. hang it up somewhere or something. Put hang it, it on my wall. Yeah, get it. Get like in between two sheets of glass, and then you can just like hang <laughs> it out. Preserve it forever. Yeah, put it above the headboard in your future home. Yep. <laughs> Down. <laughs> All right. Did we catch everyone on that weird stuff we did as kids? Uh, no. Well, it's Miss just Joey. my mom, so we. Oh, can just perfect. Keep going. Let's hear all the weird stuff Joey did. Well, it's more eating stuff. So what? Joey, well, Joey, you thought Pop was spicy, Sprite. <laughs> everyone thinks that. That's a really normal thing. That it's spicy. Well, no, no one has a description of it. I've I, heard. I've heard people say Sprite is spicy yeah. before. There you go. So you don't like Pop. You don't like ice cream. I don't know how you're American, but he's not. He's fake. <laughs> fake American. He's from Iowa. <laughs> that's real American. <laughs> oh, that's simulation American. Oh, right. I forgot about that. It's not real. That's all the weird stuff I did, Mom. I, that's it. I don't. I couldn't think. Besides your Tuller box that you took with you, I couldn't think of many other weird things that you did. I wow. screamed when Bray picked up that frog once. Oh yeah, you did. You didn't like Bray touching frogs, <laughs> so you would scream. Yeah, you were, you were probably more protective of the frog than you were Bray. But yeah. <laughs> well, you also just don't like seeing like you didn't like the pig dissection. You didn't go to that. Okay, once again, like I was at Icebreaker for North. You were not at Icebreaker. You were at a not you deserted me for the pig Joey, dissection. Me and Mitch were with you at Icebreaker. You were at oh. a UNW tour. Okay, so a oh, big deal. I was still touring the college I went to. You're like, talking to Tisa. You got to cut me a little slack here, man. Absolutely none. You said you were going to be there. I waited the whole time. <laughs> you never showed up. Yeah, I'm sorry, funny. Josh. Josh is doing it all alone. Anyways, but that prepared you to go to Dort and be at Iowa. <laughs> Dude, oh. I haven't seen like, actually, that's not true. Yeah, don't you dare say you have <laughs> seen year, a pig. This year, people killed two piglets and like <laughs> hung them on different signs around campus. <laughs> Man, Iowa is built different than UNW. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we should do that. We should. No. But it could be like loons. You would you get arrested. Kill, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I did not say that. <laughs> edit that part out. It was off the record. Yeah. We'll edit it. Joey? Yep, I got it. Got I'll, it. Edit it. I'll edit that out. Um, okay, we'll move on to the next one. And this one, I guess I should have put these in better like chronological order, but we're jumping back in time a little. Um, can you walk us through the day that we were born? So this is going back to the very beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning. There was us. So the who's the oldest? Do we have to go in oldest Oh order? yeah, true. Joey's Joey. oldest. Okay. Joey's am I actually oldest? the oldest? Yeah, mm -hmm. I am. You guys okay. are if Mitch was here, actually, just Mike's a baby. Hey, Mike, you were born in like May, right? Yeah, little baby. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so once upon September nine, two thousand and two, actually, two September eight, it all began. It was a Sunday morning, and I woke up with some contractions. So I'm like, "Oh, good, we're gonna get things going here." Well, they didn't get closer together until like 10 o'clock at night. So it was a long day of contractions, but I thought, well, you know what? Let's head to the hospital. Um, I think your dad ran some red lights just to get me there. Um, and we had a very young intern who seemed to need a Kleenex cause he kept sniffing the oh, whole gosh. time and it was freezing in the room. And he said, well, you're only at one centimeter. And I thought this can't be possible. I have been already had contractions for 18 hours. Come on, oh, there's got to be more to this. So they weren't sure what they were going to do. They ended up um, admitting me and they broke my water about six in the morning. 
but I was taking a very long time to progress. So they ended up putting me on oxygen. They said, you know, as long as it takes you to get to five centimeters, it's going to take that long for you to get to 10 centimeters. So, you know, we just weren't sure what we were in for. But all of a sudden, things kind of turned around. And in an hour and a half, you were ready to be born. So it was slow, 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 slow. And that was super quick. And you were born a little bit before three in the afternoon and you cried and you cried and you cried so much that the nurses in the nurses station were all just kind of giggling how much you were crying. (laughs) Sounds about right. Some things don't change. Right? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Just kidding. Joey never cries. No. (coughs) He got it all out then. Yep. One and done. Great. I guess I'm next with the people we have here. Yep. So then we get a fast forward to January 17, 2003. It was a Friday morning and Josh is the middle child, not the first one like Joey. So kind of knew what to expect a little more than I did the first time. And when I woke up that morning about seven o'clock, I thought, oh, there's some contractions and they're already coming quite frequently. So I think we better get going on our plan for what's going to happen for what to go to the hospital. So um, John took Caleb over to our friends who lived in Moundsview. And I wrote in my journal that that gave me time to straighten things up and feel like I wasn't leaving the house a mess. (laughs) 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 Tidy up a little bit. Just tidy up a little bit and keep my mind off what was going to happen. But then I thought, oh, I bet we'll be at the hospital a long time and it'll just kind of, I, I, envision myself like walking up and down the aisles all day and becoming more, um, the contractions becoming stronger and stuff. But we got to the hospital and actually things moved really fast. And yeah, it was a easy labor. And I, Josh was born before one o'clock in the afternoon. And I just remember um, we had chosen the name Joshua. So we knew that, but then we decided, we talked about middle name and what we would, what we'd name him. And we named him after um, John's dad. Uh, his middle name is Garrett after John's dad. And that was fitting because he was born right close to grandpa's birthday. And then I just remember the whole afternoon being so like kind of surreal and serene because it didn't have any responsibilities and Caleb was taken care of. And we were just together, the three of us in the hospital and getting to know Josh and just so wide eyed and quiet. And yeah, it was just a great time. And then yeah, and two days after that, you come home and it's all back to reality. Like, wow, this is a big responsibility to care for two kids. But very good memories. It was really cold, right? It was super cold. Yes, super cold. And Josh didn't, he wasn't a good nurser. He it was. He just couldn't seem to get a good um, grip and get enough to eat. So he had to go back to the pediatrician and they actually found that his tongue was um, like connected a little far into his mouth so they had to clip the underside of his tongue what so it was wow <laughs> so it was a little more free so he could eat and then things went a lot better after that but i remember bundling out to go to the pediatrician and you know putting one of those covers on the car seat and also putting blankets all around him because i'm it was below zero i know Josh, I didn't, I didn't know you only had half a tongue. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty insecure about it, so I've just never showed you. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so Micah. Almost died. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Micah didn't come into this world very quietly. Um, Micah is my oldest, but he was not my firstborn. He has an older sister before him who didn't make it. She was a full-term stillbirth with trisomy 18. Um, So I, you know, had been pregnant once already and kind of knew what was coming, but was a little bit nervous and afraid. Um, We knew there were things wrong at six months already with with, uh, his older sister, Evelyn. So once we passed that mark, I felt a lot better and he was okay. Um, But he was slow to... Uh, decided it was time to be born. So he went past his due date, and the doctor said, well, if you go this many days past, give me a call, come in, let's check you out. So I went in. It was a Tuesday morning. I knew my that my doctor was in the hospital that day. So this was in May, uh, May 6, 2003. And they 
must have done an ultrasound. I don't actually remember, but discovered that uh, he had pooped <laughs> merconium, and it was get, they were afraid of it getting into his lungs. So they decided to induce me, which wasn't much fun. But then right about when they gave me um, an epidural, his heart rate suddenly dropped from the normal 120, 30, 40-ish that babies usually are, uh, suddenly down to 30. Um, so they did some things and moved me around and to see if maybe it was a cord wrapped around his neck or what was going on. And I was freaking out because I thought, no, not again, not another baby. Um, and just like that, they called emergency C-section and suddenly wheeled me off to another room. Um, and by the time we got in there, something must have shifted because your heart rate started to come back up a little bit. So the immediate urgency of it was lessened, um, which meant that dad was able to be in the room because if they'd had to do an immediate, they were going to knock me out and he couldn't be in there for some reason. But because they could slow things down a little bit, he was. Um, but yeah, about 15 minutes later, you were born, <laughs> which was a little bit of a shock to the system. Um, but just, and you were born fine, nothing wrong. Your heart rate went back up and lots of relief. And then the doctor said, oh, you've got a boy. And I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and they said, yeah, you have a boy. Because Evelyn had been a girl. And then um, on... Micah's dad's side, it had been all girls so far, like, see, five girls. Yeah. And so I was just expecting another girl, and I got Micah instead, which was a huge blessing. Didn't I? I thought I had a cord wrapped around my neck. They never knew. Or was that Natalie or Miriam? No, I don't think any of you did. Oh. But they, they never knew why your heart rate suddenly dropped. I mean, obviously, you were in distress somehow, but they don't really know why. Mm. why you did. It's kind of crazy to hear those mm. stories. Yeah. Makes me glad I don't have to do that. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, there we go. Um, I actually do have a qu question. We can do this kind of quick. But how did each of us react to our siblings being born? And, like, them, like, coming home? Or, like, I know I was, like, in the hospital when, like, Jake was born. Like, how did we react to our siblings? Oh, Josh and Caleb loved having Justin... And they came to the hospital and they'd each gotten him a little like beanie baby, brought it along to give to him. And I think they, yeah, we have pictures of them trying to hold them and they were really loving to him, almost glommed onto him a little too much sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Yeah, I would say similar, Joe, when Braden was born. I know you came in and you said, this is my Braden. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, Micah was pretty excited about Natalie, too. Also a little gift. And then um, I was looking at their scrapbooks this morning, and there's a picture where I'd written an inscription, and somebody must have said something. This is at the hospital, I think. Said something about her being a little girl. Like, oh, Micah, look, she's a girl. And he said, she's not a girl. She's my baby sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used Josh to tell people about Justin's coming to like and he was only two so it was always very cute the way he would describe it you know and he would say he just he didn't have very many words so he would baby basically say baby mommy tummy and then he he started to think that he had a baby too so he would say and then we'd say well how is your baby we just tease him he said oh it's good it's growing it's growing <laughs> it's growing <laughs> uh, that's really funny mom but did i react different with jake <laughs> no, I think your Brayden reacted different with Jake. Oh, Brayden yeah. wouldn't come by me. He w he sat in the corner and he just kind of like he didn't really want to talk to anybody. He didn't want to see the baby. So no, Brayden reacted a little different to Jake. That's really funny. I got guys. I got to show you this photo that we have in his scrapbook. And it's a Bray just like pouting in the corner, and it's so <laughs> funny. How dare someone come and. <laughs> join our family yeah, and right? take attention away from me. Yeah. No longer the spoiled kid. Yep. Yeah. He was pretty little. He was like 19 months. So yeah. I just, he was wearing like a collared shirt too. He was actually looking pretty spiffy though. <laughs> just like he does today. Absolutely. 
Also, that reminds me, we should have on the Instagram as well a picture of each of us as a little kid. So, oh, I got with our point. moms, with our possible. moms. Go yeah. check it out, moms. You gotta, you gotta find that. <laughs> that picture. That's homework for you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's your homework. You guys can be temporary employees of the two four five. Yep. <laughs> Non-paid interns. Yep. yep. Exactly. With Karik Mick. Yeah. <laughs> what a great team right there. Uh, um. Okay. Uh. Next question. This one I think would be interesting. Did you ever lose us? <laughs> <laughs> or any of our siblings? Let's or just like run away. Did we run away or I don't know anything in that, that area. I lost Joey for a little bit. <laughs> was that at that grocery store? Uh, it was the Tinley Park Kmart. And I turned because I, ha- I had Jake and Bray with me too. So I think I had a cart or a stroller or something but you were walking and you kind of went the other way and I couldn't find you. And by the time I turned back, I I was thinking, where's Joey? And then I heard over the loudspeaker, Beth Ritzmo, will you please come to the front? <laughs> oh. And I literally, I mean, I had to take like 10 steps and you were there. But so even at a young age, you were responsible. You found an adult. They called for me. So it wasn't very long, but yeah, I think that was pretty funny. Cause I think I remember you like teaching me that like really young, like if you ever get lost, just like find an adult or something like that. Yeah. So I don't think I ever lost you in a store. I do. And nor did you ever like run away, but one time in a parking lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were just getting out of the car, got you out of your seat and you bolted. You were probably two. And I had Natalie too. I hadn't gotten her out of the car yet, and you started running, and there was there were other cars, and I for a moment was torn like do I leave the baby in the car? Do I go? Which way do I go? And I just remember running and getting you and being pretty upset because you scared me. Yeah, I don't think you really ever did it again. Probably traumatized. Probably. <laughs> we lost Josh one time in in a, I think it was Unique Thrift Store in New Brighton. <laughs> and I actually remember it. Yeah. Oh really? Oh. Because when you're a little kid, the clothes racks are so high and you oh, can't yeah. really see over them. It's like you're walking in a forest. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I ended up in the back of the store and, and I turned around and yeah, you weren't there. And and you remember that they called, you went up to the front or something. You found your way to the front and yeah. called me. Well, I don't think I went there on my own. I think a lady like brought me there, like could tell I was lost. lost. Yeah. And brought me up and to the front and then me. they, yeah, paged. But dad remembers it. Our kids spend a lot of time at at Calvin Christian School and hanging around after school and stuff. And one time the boys were there after school and we lost Josh. And it might have been that I wasn't there and you were just there with dad. But he said everybody at school was looking for him and they really suspected that he'd been abducted because they could not find him. And then eventually they did. He was sitting on the riding mower behind the back shed. <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> Born to mow. <laughs> we should get t-shirts. Born to mow. Yeah. My kids used to play hide and seek among the clothes in the store when I would go shopping and take them with me. At Unique, probably. Well, no, like at Kohl's and oh, Penny's. We and did go to Unique thrift store a lot. Yeah, yeah that's close to your house. Yeah. yeah, right up the road. Sometimes just so you could play with the toys. Yeah. Oh yeah! Catch my breath for why a minutes. buy toys when you can just go to thrift stores and let your kids play with toys and then that's what I did home. at Target when I was younger. Is while my mom would grocery shop, I would go to the book section and read a book, and I would I would get through probably half of it, and then the next week I would finish it. Never wow. never Brilliant. bought the book. Wow, that's so uh, funny. Micah. That's really big brain. I was ripping off Target from <laughs> a young age, <laughs> and then they hired me. <laughs> If you would have told them that, they would have fired you immediately. Probably, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Okay. Here's one, maybe jumping forward in time to when we were a little older. Did you cry when you dropped us off at school for the first time? Or any time. Or any time. Maybe it was college. Maybe, maybe it was two it was. years ago. Maybe. Well, we didn't. I didn't get dropped off at school until I was in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. That's Clark, true. did you cry when you dropped Mike off at high school? She didn't even drop me off. Andy Schmidt picked me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is true. Oh, I did Andy yeah. cry? <laughs> Andy did cry when he dropped me off for the first time. Andy's like, by, oh my, little boy so much. Yeah. How got, time flies. Got a little emotional when you started college, but yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you were at home all that time. So 
Yeah. And then a couple I days ago. I cried for different reasons, right? A couple days ago, we just said bye quick, quickly and you just drove off. Yeah, actually, I started getting in the car, and he walked towards me. I was like, oh, I should probably give him a hug. She started started getting in the car. (laughs) I was like, whoops. I was like, okay. And I'm like, usually you hug me and goodbye. Okay, yes, you can just get in the car. I guess I'll be home sometime this week, probably. So I don't live that far away. Yeah. Times have changed. Yep. I didn't cry so much when Josh started kindergarten because it was like he was joining the other half of our family at school. Two of us were at home, Justin and I, and then Dad and Caleb were both at school. So it didn't seem so so, so traumatic. So I think, yeah, leaving for college was a bigger deal. I'm sure, I, I know I cried on the way home from there after leaving him there. I get the same thing when dro- Josh drives back to door, just ball my eyes up. <laughs> yeah, I'm we have dreading, breakfast at RJ Rich's yeah, and then I leave. Ball. And I'm dreading that cries. day next week. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming quick. That's next yeah. week already? Oh, jeez. Oh, my word. My day is ruined. <laughs> Mo, one more time next week. 15 hours. Should we just go for it? Just send it. Yeah. Mom. Yeah, I'm sure I <laughs> cried. That You knew that was my answer. I'm sure I cried when I dropped you off. Um, And I didn't cry a ton when we left you at Northwestern, but I knew I was going to see you in like four hours because we were coming back for the next part of the day, the parent parents orientation part. But yes, I know I did have cried several times when I've dropped you off at school, but I do remember one time in, you were in preschool and it was the Christmas program. And at the time our church wasn't really doing like a, a Christmas program that had any sort of play in it or anything. So I was very excited for you to do this in preschool And you were super nervous. You didn't want to be on stage. So, but you were an innkeeper. I think all you had to do was be in this little box that looked like an inn. You didn't have any lines or anything like that. And um, you were in there. You didn't want to be in there. And then I think you asked to go to the bathroom or something, and then you wouldn't go back up. And I was really sad because this was going to be my moment to see you in a Christmas play and then you didn't do it. So I didn't cry then because you were sitting next to me. And that's why I hate theater. It's just traumatic for me. <laughs> I guess, yes. From a very young age, it, there you have it. It was never meant to be, man. That everything, makes sense. Everything disconnects to childhood, man. I actually remember that. I remember just being so relieved to just not have people looking at me. So that was nice. And you're not attention-seeking to this day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mom, come on. <laughs> This one's kind of interesting, and I guess maybe it only applies to two of you. Uh, did you ever want daughters? Or do you ever want more sons, you know, my mom? <laughs> sure, we can modify the question from <laughs> Mrs. Clark. Um, interesting questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, yes and no. I wanted, you know, healthy children, what God gave me. Um, so I don't know that I spent a lot of time wishing for daughters. Um it was kind of easier to have three sons in a way, but um, I'm looking forward to daughter-in-law someday. I pretty much say the same thing. You, you, you do. You're just so thankful for what God gives you. And I was always very surprised that I had three boys because I grew up with one sister and I felt like, how am I going to do this? I don't know anything about boys. And then I found that I just loved having boys. And so like Beth, I thought, well, this is easier because... We've got the clothes. We can just pass them down and we kind of got the boy toys and it it just seems to work really well to have three boys. But yeah, there's always something in you that thinks, what would it be like to have a daughter? Um, And I think it's especially hard when you do things like, oh, at church, um, we have a group called Gems. It's all girls, right? And and every Valentine's Day, they have a a tea. So I would go and and as a guest of someone else, but everybody else was there with their daughters. So then you feel kind of like, hmm, that would be kind of cool. Or, yeah, there's just some things that girls enjoy doing that I don't do, but it's okay. But I did crafts with you. I know. That's what's <laughs> the beauty Josh. of it. I, I have this great son, Josh, who did crafts with me, and we wrote stories together. You wrote some bangers when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of my books? Oh. I wrote one about a cow and a horse and the horse like wanted to be a cow. <laughs> I remember that one. I wrote like a monster encyclopedia. Yep. 
Did, was it the, you that did the one where we would draw squiggles on the page and yes. then we turn it into a yes. monster and then we named them really crazy names? Yep. And we've always had all the music connection. You know, all my boys took piano lessons from me, but um, Josh, it, it was just fun to be his teacher and to like, I I remember on your third birthday, one thing you wanted to do is write a song. So you like took the guitar and strummed it with no chords, you know, with just the open strings and, and sang about tractors, of course. We've oh my tractors again. I also have a banger about a hair. Like oh, a, yes. a rabbit. You published like that a, one kind of, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, like a rabbit yeah. or like on I the like head? Like a rabbit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, hey, I didn't need a daughter. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but like Beth, too, sure, we pray for daughters-in-law and, and hope that someday we'll have that, too. So. I was joking with my girls tonight at supper that my response would be, oh, you two dodged a bullet, not having girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and they were like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, there have been times when I've listened to my friends talk about things with girl, their girls, and I think, wow, it would be tough for me. So I prob- God was protecting me probably. <laughs> That's what uh, Anna or Aunt Anna says yeah, my all the time. She had three boys and she was like, when she was pregnant with her third one, who was four or five years younger than the other two, she was like, I have a girl. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I don't know how to take care of a girl. (laughs) I have to have a boy. (laughs) And she did. Did you ever wish you had another son? For your sake. Yeah. For you to have a brother to, you know, rough and tumble with and, um, yeah, but you and Natalie were pretty good buds when you were little. Yeah. So that's true. All right. All right. Here's one that kind of jumps forward a little. What habits or qualities do we have now that you could like see in us as children, but that developed as we got older? That's definitely a Micah question right there. I would not have written that. Yeah. I wrote that one. (laughs) I think that's a really easy one. I am amazed at how young you can start to see things in kids. Like, when Josh was little, I would keep like a record of what new things he did each month. And I, I did look back at that last night because I thought, oh, that might help spur some memories. But like even before three months old, just being kind of in tune with musical toys and melodies and, and rhythms and things like that. And he still loves music. And also have liking things a certain way, like always when we were thinking about things that were hard for him. He always wanted things done a certain way and he didn't like to be told that it should be done differently. And I mean, obviously if you've matured and can take criticism and things like that, but that's always been a trait that's been some part of you since you were little. And uh, another thing you, when you were really little, you liked to be always moving and up on your feet, like not sitting and almost wanted to skip crawling and get to walking and you walked before you were one and you've always liked to move and now you like to skate and rollerblade and um, you like this, yeah, to run and all those kinds of things. I noticed that as a really little kid too. Well, Joey always liked to know how things work and I think that continues. He's just kind of a lifelong learner. He loves learning about new things and I think you probably see that on the podcast that he just likes to know about different areas. Um, He's always been fairly independent, just like kind of just doesn't need a lot of help with things. Once he's got it, he's got it and he kind of learns new things quickly. And kind of some of the other things I already said, like he's good with just kind of setting a direction for himself and doing that and um, being organized in a plan. He's a list maker. Um, So yeah, those things have continued. Some similar things with Micah. Micah was always a very calm, steady uh, kid, pretty much from the get-go and still very calm steadying force in um, his surroundings and in our family. Um, And also very independent from a pretty young age, very social. Maybe that's partly because you're the oldest and are surrounded by adults for, (laughs) just adults for a few years. Um, But you've always been comfortable with adults from a very young age, from anyone of any age. And then when you were a little older and you were working on things like your comics and even when you started some of your silly YouTube videos, you really took the time to learn and work hard and you were driven and 
you still are and you still do. So, yeah, it is amazing, especially when you look back and you can think, oh, yeah, some of these traits started really young. Awesome. There are a few questions left, but I think that was a good one to end on. But we do have one more. This wasn't on the questions list, so sorry for the curveball. Um, but we wanted to hear your honest thoughts on the podcast. And <laughs> because you are moms, you're legally obligated to listen, obviously. But what were your thoughts when you heard we were going to start a podcast? How did you find out about it? Um, what have you thought of some of the episodes? I don't know, just gen- general thoughts. So first of all, I know you guys like to talk about your number one fans. So just so you know, kind of like how you tiered the sports, there's this S level and that's just your mom's. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, can true. say anyone else is a number one fan, but the asterisk is behind the moms, <laughs> yes. of course. Um, I think what I've loved, I don't remember where I first heard about the podcast, but I think for me, I, I've loved hearing stories that I didn't hear about <laughs> from Joey when they happened from high school Uh-oh. or college. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love hearing those stories or even just, you know, while you guys are at school, what's going on in your week, because I don't always hear all those things. So that's fun for me. But So in seeing how you guys interact as friends, I think that's been super fun. But also your guests, I've learned a ton um, and just the great thoughtful questions you give and also the encouragement you give anyone who's on as a guest has been really fun as well. And I tried out chat GPT, which I never would have done had it not been for the podcast. (laughs) Now you have another invaluable teaching resource. Absolutely. There you go. It's writing my lesson plans as we speak. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'd concur with Beth that we have to be your number one fans. I think we all love it. And we're proud of you guys for, for consistently doing it for so many weeks. And I think it is a great way for you to stay in touch. I know when, when I listen I like set a, I set aside a time when I'm doing something, I'm kind of multitasking, but I'm listening to your podcast because I'm doing something I don't particularly look forward to. And the podcast helps me to be able to do it. <laughs> and then when I'm there, like, I, I feel like I just forget what I'm doing because I'm like in the room with you listening and I'll laugh out loud. And yeah, it is so fun to hear all your stories. And I'm so impressed with how you interact with each other. It doesn't seem like you interrupt each other you just play off each other so well whether it's the three of you here or four or five of you just have a good camaraderie and rapport with each other and the guests are fun too it's been fun to hear to learn new things from them I think that's always a bonus when you have people in yeah I'd echo what you both said and I think I said in my email to you that us mothers Nobody can ever outrank us as your number <laughs> one fans because we gave birth to you. <laughs> exactly. We wouldn't be Process here. Checkmate. And you can take us out. <laughs> you are legally obligated to keep us as your number one fans. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's been so much fun and hearing all the different stories, some I hadn't heard, um, hearing what you're doing nowadays at school and just knowing that it's keeping you all connected too, I think is really, really neat um, for you guys to keep your friendship going in spite of distance and changes and life that happens. And yeah, and the guests have been a lot of fun. I think I've even listened to the one or two that Mike has missed. And um, just cause I start, you know, over time I've gotten to know all of you boys and, really care about all of you and hearing about all your lives and stories and I know it's fun but I think my favorite episodes are the ones when you guys are just answering questions and you're just going off script and (laughs) go all over the place because your personalities really come out in those moments I think those are really fun yeah yeah and you also you learned that I was sick at school during COVID. I did. That was through great. the podcast. Great mothering moment. I thought, oh boy. About two <laughs> two years after it happened. That's but, all right. Yeah, I, I'm at work at church cleaning when I listen to the podcast, usually vacuuming with 
headphones on. I'm sure if there was anyone else in the building, they would <laughs> wonder what was going on with me because, yeah, I'll suddenly burst out laughing. <laughs> Anytime Joey starts laughing, I start laughing. It's <laughs> contagious. Even, I'm telling you. even if I have no idea why whatever was said was funny, Joey's laughing. That's funny. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Well, that's awesome. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up. And as you guys know, we always have our, our guests give the little thanks for listening uh, speech. Do you guys, should we, should we have you guys all try and do it in unison? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Mike, <laughs> oh give boy. them the script. <laughs> all right. All you guys got to say is thanks for listening to the 245 podcast. And then we'll say our spiel and, and then we'll, we'll be done. We'll have wrapped it up. Like you guys wrapped us up in blankets as children. Wow. Mike, <laughs> wow. So good one, Mike. Thought of that so quickly. <laughs> yeah. That was quicker than some of our other ones. Yeah, for sure. Mike, you got to give them a countdown. Okay. On go. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening to the 245 podcast. Hope y'all have a great day. Catch you on the flippity flip. Peace out, gigs. Hey!